You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of the Greeley Philharmonic Orchestra and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. You're listening to Nick Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. I'm your host, Nick Kenny, here in the Allo Communications studios. Joined in studio with Austin and Jana Jenkins, the local business owners will get into their businesses and vloggers, too. <laughs> hello. They, uh, Hi, Nick. They, hello. Thanks for being here. It's going to be a fun show. They have just an awesome story that I don't even think I know all the pieces of, and we have to cover that in an hour, but uh, we'll do the best we can. And behind the glass, trying to, uh, to keep his chin above water is Micah as he mourns the tragic loss of the Denver Broncos. That is... A moment of silence for Micah. For Micah. We don't like moments of silence on the radio, but <laughs> Micah is a sad panda today as the 17-0 season is officially over. Not officially. Not the season's over, but that 17-0 is, is kaput. Hey, it'll it'll be 16-1. and I've got Homer Faith. That's awesome. You know what? I was really, I'm not uh, as big of a, a football fan as I am a hockey fan, um, but grew up loving the Chicago Bears. It's been a miserable existence since I was born in 1988, because the last time they won a Super Bowl was 85, and how they got to the Super Bowl in 2006, uh, to this day, I don't understand. Um, but uh, it, it's it's. I was looking forward to the Sunday night with the Packers and the Bears, because the Packers lost. The Bears won. They got absolutely destroyed. But had the Packers had won and the Bears lost, which is what probably 98% of the population was thinking uh, this past weekend, um, it would have been, uh, because they're both tied for the most wins. I'm sorry, the Bears have one more win than the Packers for the most wins ever in the NFL. So it could have taken a twist on Sunday night. would have been an epic night to see who really holds that title. But uh, we'll be honest, the Bears won't hold it for very long. No. Probably not. That's all right. But a lot of people on their online sports betting work way off then. They were. They very much were. Uh, I I don't do a lot of gambling. Um, I'll put together some parlays every now and again for Sunday football, but never with the Bears because I I just can't. I can't. I I can't. I don't even know what parlay means. Yeah, we're not sports fans. Oh, that's fine. Parlay is like when you uh, have multiple bets that make up uh, increased odds. Like, Uh, uh, here, this person will score a touchdown. This person will throw for X amount of yards or more. Uh, This will be the spread. You know, you can kind of add and tier bets. So, you know, your plus 100 odds turn into, like, plus 1,200. They become lucrative, but you have to hit all of them. But I like, when I bet, I always bet on things that I'll get my money back in, like, free bets down the road. Mm, So it's like, okay, here's a $10 bet you can make. You can get all of it back for the first bet you make. Perfect. That's what I'll do. So that way, when... And I lose. I was going to say, we're all probably going to lose anyway. Exactly. Um, Smart. I've won a a few. I've won a few, but um, yeah, not enough. I mean, enough to be in the green, but not by much. My sister and her husband are pretty into that whole parlay thing and betting online. They do pretty good at it, I think. 
hey, you know, if people who spend time on it, like, good for them and, and knowing what to do. I always assumed parlay was that word that uh, that they used in Pirates of the Caribbean when they couldn't figure out. I was going to uh, say, that's the only thing I remember. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. Austin's trying to connect the dots. How's Nick going to make a Pirates of the Caribbean reference with parlay? Pa- parsley? Par- I was par- ready. Par- par- parsnips? No. Well, we have Austin and Janet Jenkins in studio today who've got pretty much an incredible story. I don't know what we're going to talk about because this is completely unscripted. Um, but they are the owners of After Hours, both Greeley and Fort Morgan's locations, and the owners of uh, uh, co-owners of the Hatchet House, both in Greeley and Fort Morgan's. Fort Morgan. Um, I, I just got to, you know. I, I'm a competitive person, you know that. Um, last time I was hosting trivia, I had to leave early for hockey, and, and my new assistant took over. Um, but dang it, I'm competitive, and I lost my axe throwing league. I lost it again last night for my team um, with a, just a terrible throw because I decided to get my own axe. I haven't named her yet, but uh, where'd you get it from? Amazon. Well, you know, but what kind? What is it? Uh, it's all the ones that you guys just ordered over there. Oh, the cold steel ones. Yeah. Yeah. Did you engrave it yet? No, it already had this like Japanese engraving on there. Do you know what the Japanese word says on it? You stink. It's, well, it says Nick sucks. I'm <laughs> exactly, and I trimmed that part off to get rid of that negativity. But no, I don't. Do you know what it, it actually means? says? Axe gang. Axe gang. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think I trimmed off too much. How much did you take off? How from? I was going to say tip to base, but <laughs> how well. far from the top of the handle to the bottom did you? How long is it? Uh, it was just a regular size when they get ordered, and I cut off right where the text ends. So probably That's exactly where it two and a half. Oh, should it? Yeah. Okay. Then it must have just been a weird grip last night. I, I just, just you. did you put tape on it. Yeah. Okay. Not a very good tape job though. So um, I'm gonna have to redo it and put my uh, my my grip tape on. Can yes. I move this microphone? You can. I didn't know if I was allowed to talk. Sorry, Micah. Oh, there. That's all right. <laughs> all right, we're ready. All, yeah, now we're ready. Okay, let's start the show. You're listening to Nick Snacks. <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, but it was at. Uh, because a lot of times I was thinking it was perfect last night. Other times are just clank, you know, right on the on the ground. It's like, well, that's a bummer. Um, but all of us are starting new new throws, you know. Exactly. I'm like, this is a perfect time to do it, the start of the season. But you know, I I, I will not forget um, the throw I had to end our team's season last year in the first round of the playoffs. Um, it was it was me. I was ready to go, and it did not sink. It just clank right on the ground, and and they sunk it, and they just it was. It's one thing to get beat, but it's one, another thing to get beat when you just completely mess it up. Like last night, I was about to throw, and I hesitated for just a moment, launched it, hit a three. They needed a five, and of course, they hit the five to get those two points. So uh, Scott was like, Nick, why'd you hesitate? I'm like, I don't know. And it just took me back to uh, The Rock, the movie The Rock with Sean Connery, where he throws a knife and like nails some guy in the forehead when he was holding a hostage. And Sean Connery's like, you must never hesitate. I, oh, Nick, we are way too young to know what that movie is. Well, you're not way too young. It's just a movie that a lot of people hadn't seen because it's Nick Cage and Sean Connery. Oh, wow. It's an interesting duo. I know, but they did a really good job at it. That might be Nicolas Cage's finest movie. Cause, really? Yeah. He's definitely an interesting actor. He is, yes. Jenna's seen his, like, he already bought his, like, tombstone in Louisiana. In it's New like Orleans, a white yeah. pyramid. It looks like, like the National Treasure logo. It looks just like the National Treasure logo. Wait, he was in National Treasure, right? Yeah, yeah that's why it looks like, oh, like that. Oh, well, that but makes yeah, sense. He like pre-bought his burial site because it's at some very... I don't remember the name of the... 
uh, I wish that, like, in Joe Rogan, I was going to be like, I wish I had Jamie in the chair, but I just have Micah. Oh, dang. <laughs> but, we, but we do have Micah in the chair. Micah's doing great. Now, it's in Louisiana. What happens when Louisiana sinks because of the oceans rising? Is that why it's such a large monument? Well, I think it's above ground, which I think is kind of the idea, because I can't bury people underground because oh, yeah, of the... they float up. Yeah, float up. Zombies. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not a good move. Not a good look. Not not at all. So I assume he's from. Well, how are we talk about Nick Cage? Let's talk about know. Austin and Janet <laughs> Jenkins. Know. We which just is got the, on it. We did. Uh, it's a great movie, by the way. It might be Michael Bay's best movie. Better than Batman. Michael Bay. Who am I thinking of? Michael Keaton. <laughs> no, I know Michael Keaton. Who? The Batman, the newest, or not the newest Batman, but the Christian Bale Batman. Oh. um... Who directed those? That's what I'm trying to think. I can Now that we said all of these different names, I talking about Christopher no Nolan. Christopher that's Nolan, it. yes. That's it. He's a no, yeah, not Christopher Nolan. See, not that Michael Bay. He's guy. the trans. That's, that's he's a transformer that's guy. Yeah. yeah transformer oh, okay. They're just like very big in the explosions. Yes, yeah. way in explosions. Now you do get a few in The Rock. So the, just the premise of that: this rogue marine general gets upset that the government doesn't honor the dead soldiers properly because they had been on some covert missions. So they couldn't really release why those soldiers had died. So he took some hostages and Alcatraz and a bunch of. Chemical I do weapons. Know. I have seen this movie. See? Okay. It's okay. a great Click. movie. Yeah. I, say, I remember Alcatraz. That's like the main part that I remember. But yes. I don't remember most of the other parts. That's right. I remember Hans Zimmer. That was a great score by Hans Zimmer, the, the chase with the trolley and everything. Anyway, for more of the next movies that he likes and grew up on. Um, <laughs> We're we'll, doing movies trivia this week on, on Wednesday. We are. That's right. True. Well, if you're listening to this now, you're missing out on movies trivia at After Hours. Um, that's going to be fun. I haven't created the questions yet, which shows you listeners that I don't actually record live. <laughs> this happens Tuesday afternoons to, to, to accommodate schedules. But um, yeah, it's been fun to host and see a different mm-hmm. demographic of people around town. There's a lot more trivia to be had. Totally. Yeah, we're totally. stoked. You do a great job, too. It's fun. Carter I, did steal all of my pens, though, last week. Oh. Which is fine. I, I bought more. Well, I'm going to have her bring but. every one of those <laughs> She probably didn't have all the instructions. She was doing fine. Yeah, she did great. She, she's she's a good kid. It's nice. I want to be able to do more trivias and to be able to create all the content and, and try to find a personality that matches mine. Yeah. So it's engaging to the audience. And actually, that how I found her was uh, I networked with her mom. Um, and it was right before I went out to After Hours um, Fort Morgan to host a trivia. And, oh, gosh, that was when I was suffering some, some wicked food poisoning. Oh, you so, told me that. That oh, yeah. sounded horrible. It was, it was a pu- dangerous trip. Makes sense. Yes. I, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to drive an hour. All right, Nick, here we go. You got this. With the, there's, a, like, one stop in Kersey, and then the next stop is Fort Morgan. So <laughs> yep. you have to make a good 45-minute stretch with no bathroom. Yep. Uh, and I will just say for my listeners, uh, sorry, this whole first segment's almost over, but we'll really get into Jana and Austin's story. In the next segment, this has all just been a teaser, and um, I will just say, because I'm kind of open, and I, I just sometimes – need to replace my filter. I got my oil shades yesterday. They replaced most of the filters, just not mine. Um, I was chatting with uh, with Carter's mom and somebody else. I go, well, I'm going to go out there and, you know, but I'm really grateful that months before I had purchased a bidet and, you know, living that bougie bidet life. Yeah. Um, and I never knew how valuable of a, of a product that was until I had seven days of food poisoning. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Seven days? Seven days. I mean, it was absolutely gut wrenching. <laughs> Literally. Abs- yep. So uh, I am just so grateful for that little burst of of of, of water that's sprouting up. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. Oh my gosh! So that truly saved me. 
I think everyone should have a bidet. I, I think really so too. Do. There's, so, I mean, people are afraid of them. I don't know why. No, and they're cheap on Amazon. You yeah, get them. They can fit on any toilet. Oh, gosh, they're, they're like best. forty bucks, yes. and I could install it for crying. We are out in loud. a drought. <laughs> we are okay. Yeah, when a drought, you know, it costs so much more water. Uh, expense, uh, sorry, the, the amount of water to go into making toilet paper is far superior than any flush that you'll ever make or any bidet. You are saving the environment and taking care of your tush if you get a bidet. You know Next snack is brought to you by bidets. Mike, Mike, it takes 45 minutes. <laughs> Stay tuned for more Next Snacks. We'll be back with uh, vloggers and van life people and business owners Austin and Janet Jenkins after this break. Welcome back to Nick's Snacks, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Nick's Snacks is brought to you by 477 Distilling, located in downtown Greeley with dangerously delicious cocktails. Uh, 477, you'll see me almost every Tuesday night hosting events down there, either trivia, rock, paper, scissors tournaments, or adult spelling bee, which has been a lot of fun with that because you can come as a team and you can work as a team and send a representative up to, uh, to, to, to spell out the words. I have a lot of trauma from spelling bee and i think a lot of people do what a terrible thing to do to children terrible, i was homeschooled yeah. so i never got the bee i never did it but spelling bee gosh that well now's your chance also my to... mom yell at me all the time <laughs> that's fine that's almost more traumatic oh gosh yeah well we have austin and janet jenkins who uh who've i mean they've kind of done so many cool things um in their lives uh you know what, what do you guys want to talk about the business owning or uh what about the van life I wanted to hear about the van life. We can talk all yeah, about Yeah, we can talk life. about that. All stinking day. All, they were featured in, uh, I think, either Noco Style or Greedy Lifestyle Greedy magazine. Lifestyle. Um, you were actually made the cover, which I is which we rare. We had no idea until we got it. Wow. That it was on the cover. I was like, oh. That's us. That was, That's kind that, of a big deal. Is, yeah. You can't really see your faces as clearly, just some humanoids on top of a van. But uh, so uh, your van life, I mean, for the listeners, for, you know, you see that kind of buzzing around all over social media of uh, people like selling their homes, converting a van into a home, and then like traveling and exploring the, the well, not really the globe because you can't really get that across the seas very easily. Some of them do. Some of them do. We know, we know people that have shipped their van to Europe. Like from the states. Oh well. So what? When did when did this idea of of we wanted to be van lifers? Um, at this, I'm just making up. What is? What do you really call van lifers? That's, that's right. Yeah, van that's lifers. Right. You got it right. That's yeah. a technical term. Well, look at me. I know more <laughs> than I think. I'm smarter than I look. Um, so Jana actually it, uh, had to convince me, and the whole thing started by she saw a post on Instagram of people doing it, and was like, "Oh my gosh, we should totally do that." And I was like, "Oh yeah, you saw a thing on Instagram, like." That would be fun, but we live normal lives and we're normal people. We're not doing that. And, and I then, took that as a yes. <laughs> so she <laughs> or a challenge, or a, like yes, we're doing. Yes, it. We're oh, doing she was this. like, yes, we're doing it, and I was like, okay. Three and months later, we bought we a van. Bought a van. So we actually, I found a van on Craigslist that was wrecked. It had been rear-ended, so we got a crazy good deal on it. It's a 2012 Mercedes Sprinter. Um, it's the it's the big it's the big one it's the 170 those are the ones that you see in all the movies and TV shows where they abduct people right yes. and oh, yeah. throw them in the back yep okay. that's the one which is the best it's anytime so I see fun. a Mercedes van the, especially when the windows are tinted I'm always curious who's held 
against their ca- uh, against there's their one will. parked outside right now but <laughs> literally right outside we pulled up and i was like oh there's a there's a spreader it's pretty cool we're gonna have to explore and, and investigate that before the end of the show um so you found this this great deal does that mean you went to work and fixed I it up cut the back off of it so it had been rear-ended which was great that means the engine everything was fine it was just a little it was kind of crumpled in the back so i cut the back doors off how much experience have you had cutting doors none. off vehicles i literally i taught myself to weld on this wow so we cut it off, found another van in the junkyard. I cut the pieces we need and welded them back on. Okay, so Jana, you're just okay with Austin, who was homeschooled and probably didn't have a welding class. He just said it was his first time ever, and you're just like, okay, go out welding. Yep. If anyone's met Austin, they know that he can do anything he sets his mind to. So he watched lots of YouTube videos and figured Tons it out. He also he used to build houses when he was in high school. He was like an apprentice, apprentice kind of a thing. Hmm. Um, so he had some decent experience with that. Um, yeah, so I'm very crafty. Very crafty, yeah. All right. And I'm the designer and the painter, and I learned to use power tools through this whole thing. So we so, got to work. How long did it take to, to – did you have to go to a lot of, of, of graveyards? Not graveyards. Junkyards. Uh, junkyards, yes. Car graveyards, we'll call it that. Vehicle graveyards. Um, did you have to explore a lot, or was it pretty easy to find uh, the it vehicle? It was relatively easy um, – just because, like, well, I would say relatively. I'm on Craigslist all the time. That's, like, my pastime. I love to buy old people's crap and play with it, sell it, that kind of stuff. So I just kind of knew the channels to go. But it was once we found found them, I just kept going back and forth to this guy. Like, this guy had, like, four vans, hmm. and we just kept going and grabbing what we needed off of them. So we got all of our windows out of a junkyard. I just went and cut them out of other vans. and So our windows, our doors... Most of the pieces, all the plastic was off of the vents. We had to get all that too. But it what was really nice and like it, it's, I feel like it was inspiring to people because people were like, I can't get into van life because it's so expensive. The initial cost of the van is huge, and like we paid ten thousand five, yeah, ten thousand five hundred for ours, which at the time our van was worth about sixteen to twenty thousand. So we got it for about half because we were willing to take a gamble on This was before COVID, too. So now everything is a lot more expensive. Totally. Vans especially are really expensive mm-hmm. now. Sure. Same with RVs. Those really oh, skyrocketed. Um, hopefully we'll see a decrease in those in the next couple of years. And people are like, well, we're not traveling as much as we did during those COVID years. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's just taking it's a city. up space. We're paying for it to be stored right now. Yeah. But. So you got that all gutted out. You, you kind of retrofit it. Um, so then what did it take to convert it into a living just home on wheels. It took us about nine months with mostly like late nights and weekends because we both worked full time during that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it took a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun too. It was fun. fun doing it's it, so yeah. hard because like, so I built houses and everything in houses is basically you're building a box. So now we're in a car where nothing is straight, everything is round, there's no right angles, and so that was the biggest challenge is how to fit square cabinets in, how to make a cabinet to fit each individual angle of the van and get it to where we have, like we have a full-size kitchen sink, we have a toilet, we have a shower, we have a, a bed that is wider than a queen, but a little bit shorter. Um, and so, but it was, we have a, a full-time fridge, freezer. Stove top. We have a, a two-burner stove top. Like we have everything we could possibly need. And are you able to stand upright in there? Yep. Oh yeah, it's so huge. The ceiling, uh, from floor to ceiling, it is six foot three. So I, I'm six foot, so I just barely, barely clear. But the I width, Jennifer's <laughs> terrific. The width of the van is about five ten, and I'm six foot, so I've, I can't lay perfectly horizontal. I have to sleep at an angle, which took a lot of getting used to. 
and a lot of figuring which side of the van I need to be on. But and then you, once you get used to it, you're just like, oh, this, yeah. is, this is my bed. Good trial and error there. Uh, so I, we've seen pictures inside, and you can pick up what sty- uh, what month issue? Is that July's issue? Uh, I believe yeah, it was July, July, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, of the van life. Um, so once that was all retrofitted, so now we're, what, about a, a year into that? It took you three months to uh, to find the van mm-hmm. and nine months to put it together. So uh, then what was the next step? Then we just left. Yeah, we took off. Um, we waited because it was right during COVID. So we waited until the national parks opened back up again and where things were starting to slowly open up again. Um, so, yeah, we headed to our first stop was the Grand Tetons, which also happened to be one of our favorite stops along our trips. We went back uh, two times that month just because we loved it so much. And we didn't. On, when you have van life, you don't have a schedule. You're yeah. just like, all right, we're, we're just, just going to drive this way. And it's just the van. Like, you have storage and food and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All, yeah. Every yeah. clothing you don't, you don't item we to... owned was in there. Really? Yeah. We have uh, we had a lot of storage underneath our bed. We called it the garage. So you accessed it from the back um, of back doors. Um, so, yeah. And you, you get in from the side from the, you do retrofit that so it doesn't open up, or are you coming from the front seats? So we can do either. So we have a full pass through from the cab into what is now the living area, but we also had a sliding door on the passenger side. So that's our main entrance. Um, but when you're it's somewhere where you really shouldn't be sleeping in the van, we always use the front doors because then it, it just looks like someone's getting out of their car rather than us opening up our entire house and be like, oh, here, we're getting out. We're also sleeping in your parking lot. Yeah, sure. Um, do you have uh, just for the driving purposes? Are they captain seats? Yes. Oh, so gosh, yeah, the two nice. and, yeah, and the passenger really nice. seat swivels, so it you can grab it and it spins all the way around. So um, so then it faces the area. So you basically gain a whole nother seat. So we had five. I think the most we've ever fit in there was seven people, and we all had like dinner. Wow. Yeah, oh, it was, it was super fun. crowded, but it was really fun. Yeah, yeah bumping elbows and trying to figure out oh, how yeah. you can. Now, did you order in or did you cook something? No, we on always cook. We always cook, yeah. Always cook wow. in the van. That's just. The only thing we didn't have was like an oven, which we really wish we did. Yeah, I wish we did have that. Is there any way to retrofit it now to get an oven? We totally could. But we, oh, yeah. we got an air fryer and that worked pretty good. Oh, gosh. Air fryers are, are, are fantastic. A lifesaver? Yes. The well, last week, I've air fried almost every food I've eaten. It's so fun. <laughs> That's incredible. We just got a new one, so I'm really hyped about it. But. It takes no time. I'll tell you about my favorite recipe I've done in an air fryer. After we get back from this break, stay tuned. We'll hear back, hear more from Austin and Jana Jenkins um, and their van life and plus what they do as, as business leaders in our community. Stay tuned. More Nick Snacks coming at you. Welcome back to Nick Snacks here in the Allo Communications Studios here with Austin and Jana Jenkins, van life people. Is that offensive? No. Van life people. I don't think so. Business that owners. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, you guys are, this is this cool learning about the process of how you discovered your van and then and then traveling and just talking offline about Micah and, and small homes and stuff like that. Um, Micah's actually in a much better mood than when we started. Uh, we won't bring up the B word. Oh, now you put me in a really bad mood. I, I, I yeah. <laughs> uh, best they work these kinks out. Oh, yeah, there we go. There we go. Somber. Yeah, that's a somber music. Yeah. Um, I'd make a TV show reference, but Austin and Jana don't have much uh, TV. No, we're not good with 
pop culture references. That's, that's all right. What is it? Maybe I can guess. Uh, Arrested Development. I love oh, that. We got oh, that yeah. one in the banana Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when um, uh, George Michael was always sad and they played the, the, the Snoopy. Sorry, he yeah, always looks sad. down yep. as he walks. Yes, uh, <laughs> that's kind of what I envisioned Micah's walk to work was like this morning. Sorry, Micah. Those those poor Broncos. But better losing now than, you know, toward the end of the season where it totally. really matters. That's true. You know? Just put the feelers out there. Anyway, here we're here with uh, Austin and, and Jana Jenkins. Uh, we'll probably talk about the businesses that they own af, uh, probably in the last segment, but back to the van life. So you packed up. National parks are starting to open up again. Uh, how long were you on the road? Um, we were on the road. We were, lived in the van for about a year and a half, um, almost two years, um, I'd say. But we traveled full time for about a, the, a year of that. And, and Half of it was, or like half a year, we were stationary in Greeley in the van. And we would take like small trips every once in a while. But that's right when we opened the Hatchet House. So we um, had to be in Greeley quite a bit. Sure. Um, now, you said you had all your clothes and stuff there. Yep. Um, are, does that mean you're minimalist or you're just really good at packing things into small places? Oh, I had way more clothes than she did. Yeah, I got Jana's really good. Minimalist. I got rid of a lot of stuff. I'm a hoarder. A hoarder in a van life. Are you guys still living in the van? No. no. We still have the van, but we are in an apartment right now. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So what was it like, you know, when you're when you're on a trip? Um, like, are you stopping at stores, like, frequently? Or do you have enough food for, like, a normal grocery run like families do for, for like, a week or so? Or what does that look like? Yes and no. So we – it depends. If we were closer to cities, like, we would go stock up at, like, Trader Joe's. Love Trader Joe's. But we would go there, and we could get food for about five to seven days. Like, really, our, we didn't have enough space for more than seven, just because our fridge and freezer were literally, like, the size of an igloo cooler. So you, you weren't doing Costco runs anymore? No, I wish. I wish. <laughs> Buying 25-pound bags of flour yeah, and rice. Yeah, save some money. No. And a lot of times, one of the best places to park, like, when you're traveling, is at a Walmart. Yeah. Because they'll let you sleep in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Well, 99% of them will. And the whole reason they do that is because if you need something, they know you're going to run into the store. So and there we were did. so many times Every we'd be time. parked and we're like, oh, let's go run in and get bananas. Mm. Oh, I'm hungry. Let's go find a snack. And then you go into Walmart and get that. So That's why their parking lots are so huge, huh? Exactly. Because yep. you see a lot of truckers there. Mm-hmm. Um, Always park by the truckers. Like, no one will ever bug you if you park by the semi-trucks. It's just something you learned early yep. on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here are all the tidbits that you can get from van lifers, um, and they can follow your journey, right? You have some YouTube channels and some some vlogs. Yeah, you can find us on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, all at Austin and Jana, all one word. Austin and Jana. Jana, Jana with, with two, two ends. ends. Two just, ends, yes. yes. That's key. Um, that's fantastic. So what were some of the biggest, I mean, you're in tight quarters. Oh, the whole van is 70 square feet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's small. Yeah. Our I, apartment right now is 700 square feet, and it feels <laughs> huge to us. Yeah. So did you, like, inquire about getting a butler or something? When oh, you yeah. Were, yeah. We were like, all much. right, where are we going to put these five couches we can fit in here? <laughs> this is incredible. So tight spaces. I mean, clearly you have to have a really strong connection and a strong relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, if we want to just, like, dive in, what was the most irritating thing that the other person did in van life? Or we don't have to unpack that on air. It's up to you. No, that's okay. I'd say for both of us, we I really— I didn't even have an answer. She was ready. <laughs> well, just, I think this is for both of us. Um, cooking in the kitchen was a big learning curve for us because mm. you, before van life, we always cooked together. It was something we did as a team. Um, but this van is a half a butt kitchen. It is not a lot of space. So one of us would usually sit outside or sit in the driver's seat or something to give the other person some more space. We learned that pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. I'm sure this, you know, changing up from, from cooking together to probably the other person feeling not, like they're not helping or contributing to dinner or anything is, yes. is probably bumping a, into a each show. other. 
there, like, hey, can you move over? I need to get into the drawer. Or You're like, I can't. These potatoes are about to burn. Yeah. I, you're just going to have to wait. Yep. So when you are cooking, you're not probably having a bunch of elaborate meals or anything. No, we it's had pretty... elaborate meals. Really? We made pad thai, ramen. Pad thai we made almost every every day just because we got so good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, noodles just, and pasta are easy in the van. Yeah, yeah. Too, mm-hmm. So now, are you, are you spice people? Did you have a nice collection of spices and seasonings? Uh huh. Yep. I built a whole like slide out pantry in the van, and so our entire top rack of that was all spices. our spices. Yep. Like mm. I love cooking and I love spicing, like making things spicy. I'm very white, but I really like to have spice on my food. Don't like spicy food though. Interesting. I, I get that you want you like flavor. Flavor. Yeah, yeah, that's a better way to put yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I love spice, and if I'm like crying. Um, or just my sinuses open up and it's just basically a floodgates. Oh, that's the best, you know. But I don't want my food to hurt me. Like, I don't like crunchy food either. Like, I like when my cereal gets soggy because I don't want it to hurt my mouth. So I don't like to eat spicy food. If we were torturing you, you know, trying to get some information out of you, we'd be spoon feeding you Captain Crunch with no milk, right? Oh, yeah. That would be, oh, yeah. That or, and I put a jalapeno in there and I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. (laughs) Like, all right, all right, I'm done. (laughs) You just see it and you know, all right, I'm going to break. So we're going to save ourselves the travel here. Yeah, like, all right, I see the pepper. I'll just, what do you need? I'm I'm done. (laughs) I have a bad habit of cutting jalapenos and then rubbing my eyes. Oh, Nick. It's so bad. You think after the first four second or even third time, uh, I'd stop. (laughs) One of the worst experiences was the winter, and I wear contacts when I play hockey, so I don't have my glasses, you know, get get, get ice ice droplets on them or anything or sweat. Uh, Yeah, I had made something with jalapenos and went to put in my contacts, and it was excruciating. Can you not get it off of contacts? How do you, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, there was, no level of hell could oh describe gosh. the pain that I felt. I mean, oh, I got man. to the game like, Nick, are you okay? Looks like you've been crying for hours. Well, basically I was. <laughs> but trying, just trying, just trying to put them in. I get the contact in for maybe a second and I'd have to take it out because oh, it would burn. Man. Anyway, um, so that that's great that you weren't you know, restricted by any of your eating and dietary habits just by going into a van life. I think mm-hmm. that might be something that I had thought would you have to be really simple and just basically ramen and, uh, and cereal with milk. But no, it sounds like you, you had... Some some delicacies on your journeys. We did, and that was one of the funnest part too. Is like we we went to a lot of like van life gathering and meetups. Um, and when the funnest thing is, everyone's van is a little different. So like we would meet people that had had ovens, and we would do like a bring whatever and make a pizza day. So we'd all go to the van that had an oven. We would take whatever toppings or something we want on a pizza, and everyone would just pitch in and like have this pot pizza potluck basically. We cooked in a van, and it was like a toaster oven, so it would take 30 minutes to cook one. But Now, when fun. you're at one of those van life gatherings, is it like a car show where you're all showing off your goods? Yep. And yeah, just like that. usually it's like a ticketed event, so we never went to any that we were just visiting, but we would go and show off our van. So Yeah, we would be a showcase. Showcase, yeah. But wow. then the van lifers always stay overnight in like the parking lot that they have reserved, so then it's a big party after all the visitors leave. Wow. Now, when you're traveling in the in the in the colder months, um, like, do you plug in like an RV to get electricity? Do you it's just nope. actually so much easier to travel yeah. in the winter? Like so much. So we have a diesel heater because our van's a diesel. So I uh, built it so that the heater runs completely off of our diesel tank, hmm. and so we don't have any AC. That's the bummer. So the, the summer is tough. hot. But, uh, yeah, in the winter, we don't have to plug in anything. Our van is completely solar-powered as well, so we don't need to plug in ever. No water hookups or anything. We yep. have a water tank and stuff, too. It also so. runs off of our alternator, so as we drive, it charges the batteries. The sun charges our batteries. Or we can plug in if we need to, but we never need to. Wow. 
You guys have like done it. Yeah. No wonder you've been featured in magazines and on YouTube. <laughs> and Bully, it's a total bug out vehicle now. Like if we ever had to like get out of town for any reason, we could live comfortably for absolutely. A year and a half. Who knows where we'll be in a couple of weeks? You know, every every day is a journey with. Uh, I know you with, never know with, with the world. Um, what 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 advice would you give? You know, really quickly before we wrap up the segment to anyone who's aspiring to be a, a van lifer. Biggest thing is just do it. Yeah. Like pull the band-aid off, whatever you're waiting on, just do it. Like you can start in the smallest van possible. And the biggest thing is we live in a world where you can YouTube and Google anything. So you are more capable than you think you are. That's awesome. Jana? Ditto. Ditto. Just- it's easier than you think it will. Have more confidence in yourself. You can do it. And mm-hmm. yeah, just do it. The Nike slogan, you know? Yeah, yeah but exactly. I can't say Nike most of the time because sometimes it's like, oh, you can't actually say the word Nike. Oh, well, Micah can. We'll fix this in post. There's very little <laughs> editing in post, but I go, go to Micah. Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be back with Austin and Jana and hear about the business ventures that they've created here in Greeley, Northern Colorado. We'll be back after this break. Welcome back to Nick Snacks. We're here with Austin and Jana Jenkins, van life people. If you're curious to, to follow their journey, um, how long were you gone? You said a year and a half? A year, year and a half. half, yep. Wow, that's just incredible. Um, you can find them at Austin and Jana, Jana with two N's, um, on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube to hear a little bit about their story as van lifers. And if you are, I'm sure you are very amenable people for if they were to reach out, you'd, you'd give them some tips and tricks, huh? All the time. Oh, yeah, all the time. We're an open book. We were happy to help anybody. That's that's awesome. So congratulations on that journey. Now let's pivot to to the other creations you have here in northern Colorado. Austin, your ventures started with uh, um, with the Hatchet House, Greeley, a uh, partnership with Matt Estrin, owner of 477 Distilling. Um, still would like to figure out who, you know, the referees are and where you can challenge. You know, I know in the NHL they can go up to Canada and challenge any calls. Um, who do we go to for me, when I... Call me. I'm the one. Jenna, actually, you should go to Jenna. Jenna's actually the boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's always uh, a smart man. Um, so it started with with Af- or sorry with the Hatchet House of Greeley, which has leagues on Mondays and Tuesdays this mm-hmm. fall. I think they're ten week leagues plus some playoffs. It's so much fun. Um, it's like bowling but with axes. And you get a drink a ton. We hand you a sharp axe and hand you a beer. Yes. And we send you on your way. What could go wrong? I, what could go wrong? And I'm sh- I don't even want to know what your liability insurance might be for a, for an it's industry a lot. like that. Oh, it's uh, like six figures. That's uh, I'm sure. But uh, hey, that's that's fine. I you know I was really bad when I first started, and I'd always walk out when somebody else was throwing, and I don't know. I was just kind of aloof. Um, Nick, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, they haven't thrown yet. Oh, sorry, I'm not done. <laughs> yeah, oops. Um, and then you've just opened up another hatchet uh, axe throwing mm-hmm. in Fort Morgan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but also you have one of the neatest concepts, too, with uh, Jana, your parents, right? Yep. Art, Art uh-huh. and Carla Long. And uh, if you've been in Greeley um, or in northern Colorado, but it's, well, 
if you've been to northern Colorado and to Greeley, there's the, the Blue Mug. Three locations in Greeley, one near UNC, one on 35th in the Westlake Plaza, and then one on 59th near Cables, 59th and 20th. Um, my favorite coffee is the Jazzy Java. Um, that's so good. Nice cinnamon flavors and notes there. Um, but, uh, but you've got a really cool concept with Out of the Blue, which is another coffee joint um, by the Blue Mug, and uh, a brunch place. Mm-hmm. Breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the best breakfasts I've had. Um, but that's by morning. What? 6 a.m. to 2 p.m.? 7 a.m. Yeah. Yep. 7 to 2. Um, and that's over in Center Place. But then after those hours, you kind of do a complete flip, and it becomes After Hours. Which is also one in a uh, cocktail bar, also one in Fort Collins or Fort Morgan. Sorry, um, so you know, utilizing a business space for breakfast and kind of a lunch type of deal, and then uh, to the after hours, just such a neat concept. That uh, whose idea was was that? that I was think Janice. it was all me. Yeah, no, just kidding. It was kind of a group <laughs> effort. Um, it's a really good way to uh, lessen the rent for everybody involved, um, and also just a good use of space. The building, you know, if it was just brunch, would go empty for quite a few hours after two, um, and it was just cocktails then it would be um, empty for quite a few hours before four. So, Plus, real estate, like in Center Place, is at a very high demand. So it's nice that we are able to split the rent. Like We would never be able to be in that space if it wasn't for out of the blue. Well, yeah, and I think it's a really neat business model and concept for those breakfast places that, again, sit vacant mm-hmm. um, for the evenings. And then, again, with the cocktail bars that don't open up. I mean, that's a really cool concept. And plus, you can you can have mimosas or probably a full bar access yep. any mm-hmm. time of the day. Totally. Um, so if you are working that late shift and want a nice meal before you go home and go to bed, but have a nice little nightcap at 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning, well, here's your place yeah. after our. And, uh, and out of the blue. Um, out of the blue, right? Not out of yep. the mug. Out of the that's blue. Right. I'm trying out to of the just... mug sounds fun, too. <laughs> out of the mug. Is that? No, out of the frying pan. That's a, that's a, that's a musical selection from the Hobbit series. Oh, um, okay. But uh, that's, that's neither here nor there. This is not the Nerd <laughs> Show, which aired right before Nick Snacks. Um, so I guess without giving away any secrets, what's next on, on the, the business side? Do you have anything up your sleeves or are you really just focusing on, on the four that you have right now? Just focusing Honestly, on the four, yeah, yeah. The four is a ton of work at the moment. They opened really close together, which was not on purpose. It all just happened that way, which is fine. We're figuring it out, but it was supposed to be a little more staggered. So we opened three businesses in conjunction with our business partner Matt Estrin um, over the course of two two months. Well, that was yes, three yeah, months. three, yeah. So three businesses in three months. Wow. Which all happened in the last six months. That that sounds like a book where you could say how to do it all right, but maybe scatter it out a little bit. Three businesses in three months. It would be nice, right? Yeah. But it flows off the tongue really well. It does, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just go ahead and get that, that trademark right away so you can get that, that book written over yeah. the next several years as you're journeying on your next van adventure once things are all stable. Um, but it's it's really neat. Why did you choose the Fort Morgan market, though? So they actually, let's hope I tell this story right. So they approached Matt originally and wanted him to put another 477 tasting room in there. Um, and just with my, his market research and Matt, I'm sorry if I'm telling any of this incorrect. <laughs> this is my this is what I understand it to be. Uh, Matt just didn't see it um, see it working as well for the tasting room um, because it's very strict. Because it's just it'd just be Matt's spirits. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Which is which is um, they're delicious. Which, but yeah, which would be a little bit difficult out there, especially without the manufacturing space. Um, so then they came to him and was like, "Oh, is there any any way we can make something happen?" And then Matt came to us because we already had the concept for After Hours Greeley in the works. Like, it was in the barrel, ready to get shot. And 
he was like, is there any way we can do an after hours in Fort Morgan? Like they, they, they want us here. They have this beautiful space for us ready. And so we, without, as we do with most things, we don't really think about it too much. We just kind of say, sure. Yeah, we can figure that out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we had a lease signed and I was doing construction and now here we are. It's been open for six months. Mm-hmm. Well, we a, it opened at the beginning of February. So probably not the easiest going. of times to, to open up, but nope. I, I don't live in Fort Morgan. Been out there at, at more times in the past couple months uh, at after hours than I ever had been because I just drive right you through. You and me both. I'm, yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really wonderful community. You know, it's amazing what, a, what an hour drive um, you know, we'll get you, you know, you can find yourself in Denver. You can find yourself, and this is an hour from Greeley, Denver. You can find yourself in the mountains. You can find yourself uh, in Cheyenne. Cheyenne. And you can find yourself in a really quaint, lovely community. Now, something that's really cool about Fort Morgan, they just got um, approved or or selected for mm-hmm. a hometown refurbish, revamp, uh, facelift. Oh, I wish I knew what it was actually uh, called. Yeah. Hometown makeover. Yeah, hometown that's makeover. Fun. And uh, which which I think up to 30 businesses from the town get to have a makeover. And it's a TV series mm-hmm. uh, that the town had to commit to. Now, I, from what I understand in my very little knowledge of this, it's not like that bar makeover that we've seen where they kind of come in and they're really rude and mean to the owners and basically fire all the staff. Um, <laughs> they don't do that. Yeah, but don't but do a that. way to really really uplift a, a, that, that community, and it's going to be fantastic to see that happen over the next year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, is 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 After Hours uh, part of that? Or? It wasn't. So um, we wish it was. But they – so the process of this whole thing started so far, like so long ago, that we weren't even a, a thing yet. Mm. And so they had already selected the business. Like as humans, like it started twenty five <laughs> yeah, years ago, like twenty six years ago. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think I think they officially like put up for it last June. Hmm. Is I think. Um, so it's been in the works for a while, and they finally got selected. But yeah, we unfortunately aren't one of the businesses. Um, but they have filmed in our building a couple of times. But already, it's going to draw so. a lot of people to Fort Morgan. Exactly, oh, yeah. it's going to be fantastic. For, like, yeah, we're very excited, and so is everyone else in town that owns small businesses. They're very excited for it to bring a lot of tourism and just kind of get a good revamp on on the space. Absolutely. Now the clientele out there is very different than what I'm, I'm used to in Greeley. They're wonderful small town feel. Like even mm-hmm. like that's what's charming about Greeley is a small town feel you still get, but it's also like way small town. Oh, it's where way small town. Everybody right, yeah. knows everybody. What's that like for your staff and for you to just, you know, build the relationships and have regulars and make sure that you're the watering hole in town? It's great. Our managers down there, uh, Bree and Justin, they're really awesome. And they they grew up in Brush slash Fort Morgan. Um, so they are really are in with the community. Um, they know a lot of people. So lots of friendly faces for them. Um, yeah, so it's been really fun. It's so fun. Like, everybody knows each other there. So it's just like Cheers. We walk in and we yell somebody's name. It's like, oh, we haven't seen you since yesterday. <laughs> I, I will say uh, the same jokes I use at Trivia in Greeley don't necessarily uh, sell as much in Fort Morgan. So I'm learning just as much every time I'm out there uh, that I, uh, so I appreciate the opportunity. But uh, what an awesome time this hour flew by. This has been Austin and Jana Jenkins, business owners, you know, three businesses in three months, van lifers. Uh, so give them a follow, give them a like, to, uh, check out their, their magazine articles and their news stories and, and all the great things. But thank you for being on the show. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks thank for you having, for having us. us, Nick. This has been Nick Snacks. Tune in next week. I'll have Dylan Fixmer and Sarah off on as we anticipate the Greeley Philharmonic's start of our season, but for now, this is our cutoff.